Welcome back, everyone, to the National Fan Loop, episode 16. Uh, this this episode's going to be a little different. Um, we had a uh, really unfortunate event happen in the last Monday night football game with DeMar Hamlin. Uh, I know everyone's been talking about it. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, all I can really do is, you know, send my thoughts and prayers to him and his family. God willing that everything works out and he could still live a very happy and healthy life. And, um, you know, the, the, the support that he's gotten around the world, you know, around football and just sports in general has been incredible. I've loved that everyone has stood by to see how he's done. The, the world, the sports world has kind of come to a halt to see these last 48 hours and how everything is going. Um, Alex, I'll let you uh, give your thoughts about everything that's happened since Monday night. I mean, it's not fair, dude. You know, it's not fair. Like, this kid is just a kid doing what he loves and just a unfortunate freak accident is what happens. I mean, there's no, there's no other way to say it. There's nothing else beyond impact that caused this. And, you know, nobody needs to blame anybody. No T. Higgins, um, the Bills, the refs, you know, the Bengals. No, nobody did anything wrong here. It's absolutely just a unfortunate, tragic moment that has impacted a lot of people's lives. You know, we don't know him. I'm tearing up just talking about it because it is – it ain't fair, man. The, kid, <laughs> the kid's just – the kid's just doing what he loves, doing what he's done his whole life, and just an absolute moment in time just completely altered his life. And we all saw it. It is not easy to rewatch. Hopefully, I never have to see that again. Um, and, you know, there's, again, nobody to blame but the human anatomy. It's beyond that. There's just, there's just nothing else. And I hope... Again, we're, I'm, I'm not a religious person, but I hope that whatever higher power is looking after him just helps him pull through and, so again, live a long, normal, healthy life, whatever he decides to do beyond this. Yeah, I, I really did enjoy that they postponed the game because I know it seemed for a while that, that they were considering playing the game or taking the break and then playing it again. I, I don't know how anybody watching, playing, whatever, could think about football in that moment. That was such a scary situation watching it on TV. You know, I can only imagine as a teammate, you know, how would you stand there and, you know, pick up a football 30 minutes later after all that? And it's, you know, I'm, I, it, it definitely leaves a lot of questions. I know football is secondary, of course, but it leads a lot of questions to what happens now between the Bills and Bengals game, how it, you know, determines the seating and whatever the standings and all that stuff, and we'll get into it. But, you know, I, my thoughts and prayers, like I said before, are with Damar Hamlin and his entire family. Um, I I am very happy to see that, you know, the whole sports world is, is there supporting him and with him. The amount of money that's been donated to his charity is unbelievable. I, I love what I'm seeing, um, and I hope he can one day wake up to this and see this unbelievable support for this 24-year-old kid that, you know, such an unforeseen circumstance. And, 
you know, I hope I hope he can, you know, live a healthy life, like I said before. Now, uh, as we go secondary and, and talk some football, we're going to just do our picks for the final week of the regular season. Every game got, you know, told the time, you know, based on the circumstances of how important the games are. And uh, we start with Chiefs-Raiders. Chiefs get the Saturday afternoon game. I think this was made to see if they would get the first seed or not. Uh, but the Chiefs are at the Raiders uh, in Las Vegas. I I really don't think Las Vegas really has a shot in this. Um, I think Chiefs are going for that first seed. I think, you know, obviously they're going to play everyone. And uh, I think the Chiefs get a nice win. What do you think? Yeah, Chiefs are going to go into Las Vegas and get take care of business. Um, you know, we still have to figure out, you know, between – the Bills and the Bengals and how how that gets sorted out in the end. But yeah, the Chiefs have a lot to play for here. Um if they win, they you know, they have a very, very good chance of getting that first round by. And obviously that goes without saying it's super important. So yeah, give me the Chiefs here. Um yeah, I was, I think last week the whole Jared Stidham thing, you know, him starting over Derek Carr, you know, the Niners overlooked him in all likelihood and he was able to have a nice, nice game. Devontae Adams had a great game. Uh Obviously, that that's not going to happen this time. The Chiefs will the Chiefs will take care of business against the Raiders. Going to Saturday night game. This is for all the marbles in the AFC South. Tennessee Titans are at the Jacksonville Jaguars. I wish I was more excited about this game, but I feel like the Titans have not given up. I just feel like they have just run out of gas these last three weeks. And I think the Jaguars are, like you said a couple weeks ago, white hot. Um, they just, they're just they just a force to be reckoned with. I, I I saw it as a Jeff fan when we got killed by them. They're a great team right now. And um, I think the Jaguars win this one, especially at home, and uh, get their uh, playoff seed in the fourth seed. What do you think? I mean, we're seeing just a passing of the guard, really. You know, Tennessee had kind of, you know, dominated this, this division a couple of years, for a couple of years, you know, with Derrick Henry doing what he does. But now they're going to a transitional phase at quarterback. And in all likelihood, they might have some growing pains the next couple of seasons. You know, the Colts are in disarray. There's not a lot going on there. You know, so we're just seeing now, you know, and, and obviously Houston is, you know, in a full, full-on full rebuild. So we're seeing the passing of the guard here that the Jacksonville Jaguars have the best situation offensively. Defensively, they're building they're building up their their roster there too, and right now they just have the best quarterback in that division. And when you have that, you have a team that's ready to dominate a division for the next five plus years. And you know maybe it started a little sooner than we thought. You know the second half of this season, but the Jaguars are just going to you know do this for the next couple of years. And honestly, man, you know. I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a Jaguar fan by all means, but man, you know, when you have somebody like Doug Peterson at the helm, when you have Trevor Lawrence and you have all these skilled players, not to mention next year, having Calvin Ridley in the fold, man, it's a good time to be a Jaguars fans. Duval. They had that one year with Blake Bortles and making the AFC championship game. And then it's been, it's been a rough road before that. And even after that, um, I'm glad and I'm happy to see that they're finally building a real winning culture over there. They they're they're a solid team, and um, they're going to be a very good team for years to come. Moving into Sunday, January eighth, this is like one of those games that we're going to be seeing a couple times this week where Buccaneers have absolutely nothing to play for. They're locked up 
and the Falcons are at home. Ugh, I don't even know. I, I'm going to go with the Falcons just because I don't think the Buccaneers are going to be playing anyone significant. And uh, I have the Falcons winning in this one. What do you think? Yeah, the Buccaneers are locked in. So since the Buccaneers are locked into that spot, you know, maybe at, ultimately they don't, you know, Brady doesn't want to have a, a season that he finishes under 500. So maybe they'll go a little bit out here to, to win, but ultimately it's not really that important, you know, when the grand scheme of things. So, you know what? Still give me the bucks. I can't, I can't see them trying just, just really going out like that. They need to go into the, to the playoffs with some momentum. And honestly, Going to Tampa is no picnic. No. So, you know what? I feel bad for whoever has to play with them. If it's the Cowboys, honestly, I'll take Tampa in that game. Because I just... I I'll just, check on you on that in a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But seriously, but if it's the I'll take Tampa in that game. Because the, the reality is that going on the road is not easy. Going against Tom Brady's is still an intimidating thing. I don't care how old he is. And Tampa has weapons. And we saw it last week when Mike Evans just freaking pooped all over <laughs> the Panthers. So you know what? That's crazy. It's just it's just keep it real. You know, it's not an easy. It's not going to be an easy game for anybody. So give me Tampa here. I don't think they're just going to go out and rest everybody. I think Tom Brady still wants to finish the season with a winning record. Yeah, I I I, I know we haven't heard anything on what the Buccaneers are going to do. I just figured you know there's literally nothing to play for, and if something dramatic happens where a key player on their team gets injured, that'll be the talking point for the rest of the year. Is why did you even play in that game? Whatever. So I maybe they play the first half and they kind of you know let Wayne Gabber take it in the second half and the second team. Sure. So, but because yes, I, I thought the same thing where I don't think Tom Brady and the Bucks want to go into the playoffs at eight and nine. They'd rather look better at nine and eight. But it is in Atlanta. I I know it. You know it is a division game. So maybe the Falcons want to win as well. But you know, I guess it's something we will see. I mean, uh, just just adding a point to that, it's uh, Sean Payton spoke this week, and he talked about how you know the Saints back in 2009, I think it was, were 11 and five, going you know as a wild card team, going to Seattle, who was who won the division at seven and nine, and yep. what did we get? We got Beastquake. Yep, <laughs> we got Beastquake, and we got Seattle just destroying them, you know, toward in the fourth quarter of that game. So. You know, you just there's there's not you know NFL's unpredictable like that, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are no different. Yeah, especially when you got Tom Brady as the quarterback, that also helps a whole ton. Um, now moving to Patriots at the Bills. Uh, with everything that's happened, if the Bills come out and play this game, I see absolutely no shot the Patriots win this one. This is going to be very heavy-hearted. I think this is going to be one where I'm I'm surprised that they're even still going at one o'clock on Sunday. Um, but you know, the Bills are still fighting for that one seed. And I think, you know, it's it's definitely possible if they can win out. But it, whatever happens with the Bengals game, I'm not sure what they're gonna do there. But um I know the Patriots desperately need to win in order to, you know, get that seventh seed with a bunch of other things need to happen, but I um I have I, I think the Bills win this one and knock the Patriots out. What do you think? Build by a million. Like I, I don't I, whatever. <laughs> just, just you know, get that team a win. Get that team. 
get the team back on track. You know, just see what happens after that. I, I just I just know these next two weeks as far as football related news goes, it's gonna be a mess. As far as this game specifically goes, yes, give me the bills by a million, really. And let and then after that, let's just see what happens because Pittsburgh is still in it. Tennessee, even if they lose, is still in it. The Dolphins, if they win, are in, and we'll get to that game eventually. Um, you know, there's just a lot. There's just a lot more going on, and it's going to be a mess. It's just going to be an absolute mess. As we move forward, Vikings, Bears, you know, in Chicago, they'll probably play everyone because. But even if they win the next game, they have a ten percent chance of the two seed, based off of 49ers losing. Okay. Best case scenario: Vikings beat Bears, Cardinals beat 49ers, which won't happen. So, I mean, but, but hold on, but, but that means that the division is still in play for Philly and the Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys have a one percent shot at the first seed, fourteen percent shot at the two seed. So that means they would need a lot of shit to happen. So that means that they would have to win. Eagles would have to lose. They would need the Niners to lose. And I guess they need the Vikings to lose. Niners to lose so that the Cowboys would get the one seed, but. If the Cowboys win, Eagles lose, and the 49ers win, they get the one seed. Wow. So Minnesota has no shot for the one. No. Got it. Zero shot. Got it. Okay. Eagles are 77% chance. 49ers are 21. Cowboys are one. Got it. So Minnesota still has a chance to get the second seed. Yes. The 49ers lose. The 49ers lose. Vikings win. Got it. So Minnesota. They're basically locked in at three now. Yeah, they're basically locked in on three. Yeah. The Eagles get the two seed. There's a 7% chance they get the second seed, but how? Oh, I guess if the Niners win and the Eagles and Cowboys both lose. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Niners will take over. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. So, so much shit. Okay. Yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. All right. Uh, the Vikings do have a little bit to play for here. Uh, they've been, they've been, as of late, I think we both agree that they're they're kind of more pretenders more than contenders, um, but the Vikings do have a very slim shot of getting the two seed back. They would need a win and then a 49ers loss, but I I just don't see that happening. I I do see the Vikings winning this game because they still have something to play for, and I just see the Vikings winning this one. What do you think? Yeah, give me the Vikings here. I mean, again, they they have more to play for. They likely will. Try how about this? I, I can see them not only trying to win, but obviously trying to make up for the disaster that Justin Jefferson had last week. <laughs> Try to prop him back up because that was you know Jair Alexander just absolutely schooled him. So, you know, I don't I don't think he has a chance to I don't think he I don't think he's going to break Calvin Johnson's record here, but I can see him, you know, at least getting very close and just feeding him the ball as often as possible. At the same time, you got to keep the guy healthy because there's bigger fish to fry. But, um, but yeah, Minnesota is just a pretender. They have no defense and they just got freaking, you could just saw how they got annihilated by the, by the Packers. So that's going to happen in the playoffs by somebody. They're, they're one of those teams that, you know, can win by 40 or get beaten by 40. And you're not surprised. That's a pretender. There's actually a slight shot that they can get, the number one overall pick with the Bears at 3-13 and, and the Texans, which is a perfect segue, 
The Texans are visiting the Colts. Um, the Texans are 2-13-1. So if the Texans win, based off their tie, their tie. Bears loss. Freaking ties. win and a Bears loss, the Bears will take the first overall pick. Wow. The Texans will be two. But I, I don't know. If, if, if you're in the Texas organization, you got to kind of uh, let that – don't. Don't win. <laughs> As a Jets fan who it has doesn't really matter, uh, man, because because you know you know the Bears are not going to take a quarterback. So I, I get it. But, <laughs> but, they, but they could trade the pick for 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 somebody who wants exactly. a quarterback. Yes. As a Jets fan who has seen the Jets beat the Rams just a couple years ago when they had Trevor Lawrence in the bag, and to turn have it turn into Zach Wilson, I'm I'm telling you, don't win this game. But I, I honestly, I, I will pick the Texans to win this game because I think the Texans are better than the Colts. I think the Texans have played really well as of late. I know last week, besides that, last week they did not have a good week. But, you know, after winning the week before that and in the two really close games against the Cowboys and the Chiefs, I could see them having a lot of heart here and uh, going into Indianapolis. And I could see them beating the Colts. I think the Colts were a fun little ride while they were. And then even with Jeff Saturday getting that win in his first game, but they've slowed down. You know, I think the Colts are one of the biggest jokes of the NFL right now and everything going on there. And I could see the Texans winning this game. And uh, with the Bears' loss, I could see the Bears be getting the first overall pick. What do you think? Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, It doesn't matter at all. <laughs> it doesn't matter at all. But, yeah, but yeah, I can see Houston winning this game. I can see it. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, give me Houston. I, I I feel better for them. I actually think, the, I actually think the, the organization is in a better position than the Colts are as an organization, really. Yeah, the Colts don't have anything. As, you know, kind of what we were talking about earlier off air, the Colts need a jolt. They need a jolt, whether it be – uh, a new head coach, which I think Jeff Saturday experiment was cute. It's over. Um, you know, it's, you know, whether it be they call their old friend Jim Harbaugh to kind of bring in some energy into that organization or, you know, obviously drafts a quarterback, you know, that gets the crowd and the team and the fan base excited. Like you need excitement on that team. The Colts have become kind of like their uniform, just so vanilla and so plain and they're just they're losing identity. You know, they have a great stadium, they have a great tradition, but that Super Bowl that they won with Peyton Manning feels like it was 50 years ago at this point. Yeah. It feels like it was such a long time ago because they just haven't been able to, you know, really get over that Andrew Luck retirement. Because you know, the, the Colts were the envy of the NFL, you know, transitioning from Peyton Manning one bad year that you tanked, and then getting Andrew Luck. And then having Andrew Luck and you, they were on the rise, and then all of a sudden he just retires on you. And you know, then there's been Philip Rivers and Jacoby Brissett, and now Matt Ryan. You know, that's where quarterbacks go to die. <laughs> and you just need to, yep, you need you need to build this thing up again, and you need a quarterback. So, yep. and not just a quarterback, and maybe a head coach and, and a celebrity head coach to go along with it to bring some energy. That's Jim Harbaugh. Again, the NFL is better with Jim Harbaugh in it. And if Jim Harbaugh is anywhere near the thoughts of Indianapolis, it needs to happen. Throw the bag at that man because he is worth it. That that is would be very interesting and very good for the Colts, I think. Um, 
But now we get into our favorite teams. Jets at the Dolphins. Man, I really wanted this one to be, like, flex into Sunday night football. Everything on the line. I really thought it was going to be. But, man, have the Jets just been an absolute dog water of a team for the last five weeks. But what, you know. I I expect everything now. As a Jets fan, 12 years of this, I, I, I've seen it all. I've seen them be the worst team in the NFL and blow the first overall pick, like I said before. I've seen them be 10-5 and five going into Week 16 against a 3-12 and 12 Buffalo Bills and still blow it. I, I've seen everything. I've seen it. And now I pray the Jets lose. But now with the news of, Tua most likely not playing, and them signing Mike Glenn into the practice squad. I unfortunately like the Jets' shots even more, but I really hope the Jets lose because the amount of teams that are seven and nine all the way to eight and eight is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen teams between seven and nine and eight and eight. So a win could just ruin your draft position that much more. Right now, I think we're 12, but a win would probably put us at like 19. And a loss would probably put us back to like the top 10. So I really hope the Jets lose because now with nothing to play for, you got to play for your future. And there's absolutely no reason to win this game. But And the Dolphins have every reason to win this game. So I really hope the Dolphins win, so I'm picking the Dolphins. What do you think? Ugh, how do you pick the Dolphins here? Man. Because I don't want the Jets to win. <laughs> that's 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 your logic. I mean I mean, we know what Skyler Thompson is. He yeah. was a seventh he was a seventh round pick for a reason. And he's just not ready to be a starter. No. So, you know, it's one of those things where you just have to hope that the Jets are on that boat <laughs> that they want to tank <laughs> for a top 10 pick. Cause if not, I, I don't see the Jets losing this game. You know, it's, it's one of those games where it's, it's just, it's just unfortunate. And I'm sorry. I, I go back to it. I, I made the rant last week when we had Bobby Thompson on the crowd, on the show. I, I cannot have to talk about as my starting quarterback next year. I can't have it. I can't have it. I'm sorry. Like I can't like, no, I, I, we cannot play this game of high-priced backups or even third stringers that need to be ready at any point in case our number one goes down for X amount of time because because of the fragility factor. I, I we gotta have we I can't I, I just can't deal with this shit, bro. I can't like I, I cannot deal with this back and forth to and fro. You know, possibility that you have a concussion and you're gonna be out that long. Like, you know, concussions are a big deal, but the concussions are a big deal for your life. And if you value your life, go ahead and get out of the game. But at the end of the day, if you have one of these head injuries, like, you know, that, that are very, very common in our game and they happen to you often, get out and give me somebody who can actually take a hit, stand in that pocket and deliver the football. I'm sorry. I, I, do, I do not see how, how the Dolphins win this game. And you know, granted, if they win, if they win and the Patriots lose, they're in. But do I really want them in? I would love to. I would love the drama of going to Kansas City, having Tyreek Hill going to KC, and actually having a decent chance to beat them, if that's the case. But if they play the Bengals, they're going to get slaughtered. If they play the Bills, they're going to get slaughtered. 
So I don't, I'm not interested in any of that. So God, you know, give me the Jets here. That's it. Well, why are we choosing each other's favorite teams? Like, what, I don't what, care. what's going on here? <laughs> this is not. We don't have a first round pick, Sean. We don't have a first round pick. We yeah. gave it. We gave it to the Broncos for Bradley fucking Chubb. All right, <laughs> I'm pissed. I'm cursing. I'm pissed. No, hey man, it's the Jets are on a five game losing streak. They've been fucking awful as well. So I can curse, and say what I want because the Jets were seven and four, and all they had to do was just win two more games. Yeah. Of the next six, and they were locked in for a spot. And yep. they're on the verge, well, I hope now, of losing the last six games of the season. Yeah. And knowing the Jets, though, they'll win this game when it doesn't matter because that's what the Jets do. When the games are important, they absolutely roll over. But when the games don't matter at all, all they do is win. So I, I hope the Dolphins win. They get into a playoff spot. And, you know, the thing is, though, when you, you mentioned Tua, again, it's a completely different song and dance that you, you, you talked about in halfway through the season where you, we were talking about Tua as a possible MVP candidate. Sure, and he was. Favorite. And yeah. he was. He definitely was. And now eight weeks later, you know, we're talking about is Tua even a starter and should he be? Like, he's got the talent to be, but he just sure. – it's just – you know, and, and I, I want to ask you because this is going to sound ridiculous, but I'm going to ask it to you anyway. If I if two is back next year, right, and Gardner Minshew is your backup, are you settling for it? I mean, how about this? It, it at least goes into the direction of that you brought in a capable backup that can actually compete with a top five pick to get that job. That's really what what that is. And I'm okay with that. I kind of am. But at the same time, when you have these options like a Tom Brady, like, you know, just somebody of that ilk is out there or a Jimmy G, you can't ignore guys like that. Jimmy G is, a, is, is fragile as well to a degree, but his injuries are more fluky. Yeah. So, you know, when you have people of that of that caliber out there, as a Dolphin, as the Dolphins can't ignore it, and you can't ignore what you have as your starter right now. You have a very talented kid who fits your system very, very well, but can't stay on the field. Yeah, who takes unnecessary hits, who holds onto the ball too long. You know, there, it's you can't have that. You're gonna get hit in this league, and you and as a Dolphin fan, I cannot hold my breath every time that kid gets hit because that's what happens to me. Every time, every time he's in the pocket and the, the pocket's collapsing or he's on the run and he's about to get blasted, I hold my breath. I'm like, oh, shit, because I remember what happened against the Bengals. And guess what? That was his own fault, what happened against the Bengals. He held on to the ball too damn long. So, you know, if I, I just can't, I can't deal with that shit. I really can't. I, I'm frustrated beyond hell. I'm frustrated for him as a person. You know, I, I'm just, I, I can't, I cannot have that as my starter, I can't, I can't have it. And if I, and, and I don't think Chris Greer and Steven Ross and Mike McDaniel are dumber than I am. No, they're smarter than I am because they are NFL people. I'm not. And if they don't see that they're morons, they're absolute morons. Yeah. When you have three different situations now with two, just this season where 
concussion is definitely into play. And you know, I know. Like, what's the prognosis that? for the rest of your career, dude? What's yeah. the prognosis for the rest of your career if this in is life, the end of the season? You know, and your life. You know, like in your life. Right? What do you? You know, it's beyond football at this point. Of course, I, this of course. Is, this week's a perfect example of everything that we're going through. Yes. You know, it has been a very scary situation for Tua Tagovailoa, and I gotta say, I I would think about my life much more than my NFL career. Hundred percent. Because you know, it's not worth it, dude. Definitely, it worth, it's not worth it. I get Andrew it. Luck was a Hall of Fame player yep. on his way to the Hall of Fame, and he's like. Fuck this. Yep. It's not worth it. Exactly. And he's right. And he's right. right. 100%. But let's head towards two more games in the 1 o'clock slate. Panthers at the Saints. This is meaningless to me. Um, the Panthers had a shot last week, and they blew it with three straight streaks from Mike Evans. Um. Panthers at Saints here. I have the Saints winning this game because it's in New Orleans. And uh, that's it. Uh, that'll wrap up that season for them. What do you think? Uh, I like Carolina here, to be honest with you, because I think Carolina is just more talented overall. So give me Carolina here. Go, Carolina. Go, Carolina. Go do, do your thing, Carolina. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Browns at the Steelers. I got to say, I think the Steelers have the second best shot of getting into the playoffs. 100%. I don't think the Patriots are going to beat the Bills. And unfortunately, I could definitely see the Jets beating the Dolphins because there's nothing to play for here. And that just opens the door wide open for the Steelers to come back out of nowhere for the second straight season and clinch a playoff spot and get that final seed. And honestly, I because I see them beating the Browns, and I think they will. But uh, I could see the Steelers getting that final spot. Uh, what do you think about it? You know, with all the Damar Hamlin stuff going down on Monday Night Football, um, obviously it overshadowed everything, which it should. But what we saw on Sunday night was was special. It was it was something. Uh, Kenny Pickett just took a turn in his career <laughs> with that game. Uh, like you said, that was probably your favorite pass of the season. The one he oh just did to Najee Harris. It was Easy. that that play was so Steeler football. It was so. It reminded me of you know obviously just a couple of years ago you know Le'Veon Bell. That was a Le'Veon Bell type of play you know because the catch was amazing. The throw was, was just not Jets Le'Veon Bell. Don't no, not Jets Le'Veon. No, 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 no. Forget about that. Forget about that. Forget about Jets Le'Veon Bell. No, yeah, I, I wish I could. I wish I could. <laughs> Forget about that. No, talk about you know Steelers that Le'Veon Bell that could just run these nasty routes. And I'm not saying that the route wasn't nasty. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't nothing out of this world. But the way that he led him, and you know, he was able to get the matchup with Roquan Smith in coverage, and he just and and Najee Harris just absolutely schooled him. It was a great catch, and Kenny Pickett just put that throw where it had to be. And we saw something special happen that night, and that was that was. Amazing. It was amazing. And again, I hope the Steelers make it because F the Patriots and right now F the Dolphins. <laughs> you know, I think the Steelers can actually be a problem for some people. They really can. So I'm not saying they can beat Kansas City. I'm not saying they can beat the Buffalo Bills. They, I don't know if they can beat. They, they can't beat those teams on the road in all likelihood. But you know what? 
for Kenny Pickett to come in, you know, early in the season and struggle and go through the pains and seeing him get to this point and have that moment, good for him, man. So Steelers, go Steelers. No segue here. Just the uh, next, the four o'clock games, uh, Chargers at the Broncos. Uh, Chargers, you know, Chargers are going to win. I mean, I don't, I don't I'm, honestly, I haven't really looked at the, the scenarios to see if they can actually move up. I think they actually can move up and go and yeah. surpass. They can surpass the the Baltimore Ravens here if they yeah. if they win. So they have a lot to play for. Denver's a freaking mess, and we all know that. We don't need to get into that. Denver's a mess. They're going to get a new head coach. They're going to get something else new. I don't know. Uh, but they got draft capital now because they got the Dolphins pick. So, you know, thank you, Bradley Chubb. So, you know. <laughs> They they oh they have draft capital now because they traded their draft capital to Seattle for Russell Wilson. So you know what? Whatever. You know the Denver's a mess. Uh, I don't think they have an. I don't think they have a chance to get Jim Harbaugh. I don't. I don't even know what. I don't, you know, there's the Sean Payton rumors are going around for Denver. I don't know who wants to play with Russell Wilson, but you know his teams are coming out. His teammates are coming out and defending him on social media. It's kind of uncomfortable to be honest with you. It kind of feels like they are obligated to do as much, um, but. It's a weird situation there, but and as far as this game goes, I'm gonna go back to it. Chargers by a million. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know. Beat them. What do you think? I think right now um, the Chargers have the fifth seat over the Ravens as of right now. Okay, so and, they want to keep uh, that. I think it's just a win, and they they clinch the fifth seed. It. It, a loss and a Ravens win would get them the sixth seed, but I, I don't see that happening. I think the Chargers will win this game and. You know, get that fifth seed, which is exactly why they have something to play for. Right, it's, right. You know, they win and they'll probably face the. You know, they will face the winner of Jaguars Titans, and uh, I think they would like that scenario better than facing most likely the Bengals uh, in Cincinnati. So they have something to play for. It, it, that'll be a fun game, and I think the Chargers win um, fairly easily because the Broncos are a complete joke. Dog water. Next game, Giants at the Eagles. The, the Eagles have a lot to play for. They have a ton to play for. You know, and I'm not sure what the Giants have to play for here. Uh, maybe you can okay. give me some insight. Nothing? They, they have literally nothing to play for. So if they're locked in, you know, give me the Eagles here. Because, again, the Giants are so limited when it comes to their weapons that they need to have those weapons healthy for the playoffs. Yeah. So if, that's, if they have nothing to play for, which what you're telling me is true, yeah, give me the Eagles here. They're at home. And Hurts might come back, and they 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 need this win. They need to get that. They need to get that one seed. They need to get that division locked up. And we all need to see Dallas go to Tampa and get beat next week. So that's uh that's uh let's, let's, let's hope for that. So yeah, go Eagles. What do you think? Yeah, I think since the Giants are completely locked in at the sixth seed, um, they'll probably end up facing the Vikings in the first round. What, right. What it means. Uh, the we, Eagles. We just saw that. So, yeah, exactly, yeah. which will be a good game. I think Great that'll game. be a very good game. Great so, game. Um, Giants have nothing to play for. Who would have thought going into Week 18 that the Eagles would have something to play for while the Giants don't um, it, from what we saw two to three weeks ago? Uh, I, I I think the Eagles do win because the Giants are going to be, you know, playing Tyrod Taylor in the second team most likely and, you know, trying to get, you know, their starters at least a week off before they have to travel for the rest of the year because they're going to Philly here. And, um, you know, for the rest of the season, the Giants are going to be on the road most likely, you know, and then they're probably going to Minnesota. So I think the Giants will rest up. I think the Eagles will probably play Jalen Hurts. 
Um, because if they win, then they can give Jalen another week off to rest up. And I think if Eagles can somehow get a big win or at least a big lead over the Giants, they could start coasting a little bit. But I think obviously the Eagles need to desperately win because you're going, you know, between a first seed and potentially a fifth seed and going back to Tampa like you did just last year. Right. You don't want that. Um, so you want to lock up the first seed. You want the playoffs to come to you. And so I think that's what they do. I think the Eagles win this one and eliminate the Cowboys' shot of getting that first seed or even second seed in the division. For sure. Arizona at the Niners. We got something to discuss here. The Niners are going to juice. Yeah, yeah it's Niners. I <laughs> Niners are going to win this thing. Um, you know, it's not, it's not even, you know, they're, they're playing for so much. They're playing for seeding. They're playing for potentially getting the first overall seed yep. and getting a buy. So they have so much to play for here. So, I mean, Arizona just doesn't have a freaking shot. That's yeah, exactly. So Rams at the Seahawks. Seahawks have a lot to play for. They're still in it. So if the Seahawks win and Green Bay loses, Seahawks get in. So they have a lot to play for. Um, you know, obviously the game in Seattle, if the game was in Los Angeles, I might feel a little bit differently because, you know, Baker can be Baker. But, no, the game's going to be in Seattle. You know, I, li- I like the Seahawks to win this game. Um, we'll get to the Green Bay-Detroit game later. But, you know, I, I, I think the Seahawks win here and keep and keep their hopes alive for at least a few hours. What do you think? Yeah, I think so, too. I think Seahawks desperately need to win. I, I To be honest, I kind of hope that they lose because that, that will give the Lions-Packers game, so much more meaning, a win-and-in situation, because the Lions desperately need the Seahawks to lose to even be considered in the playoffs. Right. Um, so I hope the Seahawks lose, but I just don't see it happening, especially since it's in Seattle. Um, Geno Smith has gotten them this far, and um, I think he continues it. I think Seattle is just way too loud for someone like Baker Mayfield and the Rams who have been dog water to say the least uh, this whole season. I just don't see them coming in. I would love to see the Rams win this game, but I don't think it's possible. And I think the Seahawks win and keep their playoff shots alive for a couple hours. Like you said, Uh, Dallas at Washington, man, Washington. What did you do? What did you do? Washington? Um, I hope the whole thing with Ron Rivera not knowing they could be bound, they could have been bounced last week was a joke, was sarcasm, because it sounded real. It sounded so real, and if he yeah, didn't know that they could get eliminated, shame on you, dude. <laughs> Just shame on you, and shame on you for starting Carson Wentz over tra- over Taylor Heineke because yep. that was just wrong. It's just not the right move. You got in this far with Heineke. I know you probably thought you needed a little jolt at quarterback, but guess what? Carson Wentz is not a jolt. No. Nope. Yeah, at this point in his career, it's kind of a little bit of a joke. He's just, you know, he's just, he's just, he is what he is. This is his third team. So, you know, he's bouncing around and he's probably going to keep bouncing. So let's just keep it real. Like the, it, it, the Carson Wentz train is, as much as I was a believer personally in him, that train is, that train's done. Like it has no more, has no more steam. So, Let's just keep it real. The Cowboys have a lot to play for. Cowboys are going to go to Washington and take care of business. They have a lot to play for, and they're going to get it done. They rested Tony Pollard last week just so they could be healthy for this game, and they they should get it done. So give me the Cowboys here. What do you think? Yeah, I think because the fact that the Eagles-Giants game is happening at the same time, um, 
Cowboys going to come in have with everything to play for. Um, most likely, the Eagles should win against the Giants because the Giants are not playing anybody. And even so, I think the Eagles should beat the Giants regardless. But then the Cowboys will probably get that fifth seed. They'll end up going to Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers uh, in you know that wild card round. But you know, even so, it, it's a very slim shot that they can even very, very, very slim shot that they can get the first seed. So I think the Cowboys are going to be locked up at five. I think they easily win this one now that the Commanders are going back to Heineke to start this game. And what oh, what a train wreck that whole situation is. I feel it could so. Could cover his job, man. It really could. It could cover his job. Absolutely, absolutely, it could. Because to do that with with playoff, you know, indications on the line, and then you you you're flip flopping quarterbacks and you go back to the guy who didn't even get you there. It was Heineke that brought you there, and then you, you go back to the guy you signed in the offseason who just helped you get eliminated, and then you go back to the guy who brought you to the playoffs. But you know this game being completely meaningless. Yeah, no, I I, I don't see the I don't see the Commanders winning, but. Uh, what a disaster this is. And I, I Cowboys win this one, I think. For sure. Last game on the slate, Sunday night. I understand why they put it on Sunday night. But, again, depending on what happens with that Seattle game, uh, it could it, it could very much not be a win and in for, for Detroit. It is a win and you're in for Green Bay, however. And it's in Lambeau Field. Green Bay is just scolding hot right now. Like, nobody wants to play the Packers right now in the playoffs. Absolutely nobody. And maybe this is good for them, man. Maybe this is good for Green Bay to not be a favorite. You know, they're they're going to be an underdog the entire time. And they've been a favorite. You know, Aaron Rodgers has been a favorite his entire career. And guess what? Now he's going to be the underdog going into the, you know, which I, which again, I'm going to, I'm going to pick the Packers to beat Detroit here in Green Bay. They're just, they're just playing so well. And, with Green Bay, if Green Bay wins this game, they get into the playoffs, and they are so dangerous, just so dangerous, because they're not going to play a home game at all. Nope. So, but they're just so, they're just so dangerous. Aaron Rodgers is so is still so good, yeah. and the weapons are getting healthy. The chemistry is building with him and those receivers. You know, the running backs are for the most part healthy. Aaron Aaron Jones is a little banged up, but you know, you know, AJ Dillon has all of a sudden you know revived himself at the end at the end of the season. They're so dangerous, dude. They're just so dangerous. And I want to see them in the playoffs because that is must-see television because I think Green Bay can beat anybody in round one. They really can. You tell me, mm-hmm. you know, Green Bay just destroyed Minnesota. They'll do it again. Green Bay against the Niners would be amazing to watch. It would just be amazing, you know. And yeah, obviously with the quarterback situation in the with, with San Francisco – there's a shot. Green Bay has a shot. You know, there's they. You know, they they can just do just bad things to a lot to those teams. So yeah, give me Green Bay. I th- I don't think this game's gonna be very close at all. The defense is playing great. So yeah, Green Bay all the way. What do you think? I do think Green Bay wins, and I do think Green Bay gets into the playoffs and gets that seventh seed. But ah man, I. I really look forward to the week after because if 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 Green Bay gets that seventh seed and they go to San Francisco to play the 49ers again, the 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 history between Aaron Rodgers and the 49ers is not good for Aaron Rodgers, and it may 
very well continue um, going into next week. And that would be that's going to be such an awesome game. And yeah, you're right. I think if Aaron Rodgers has his back, you know, against the wall, it's definitely a shot that, you know, and because of how red hot the Packers have been, most definitely. And the 49ers' biggest weakness is the quarterback, but they've, you know, won every game with Purdy so far. So, sure. You know, it's it, that'll be an interesting one. But yes, I do think the Packers win. Um, as much as I've loved the Lions season so far this season, you know, from being one and five, one and six, whatever they were, to turning it around, being eight and eight right now, and even being considered for a playoff position, you know, especially with this game bearing the Seahawks' outcome. What a fantastic season for the Lions. Um, I really look forward to seeing what they do in the future. The Lions are on the rise, man. The Lions are on the rise. I love stuff like that. And you know what? And and it's good good for Jared Goff, too. Exactly. Written off, you know, traded for Stafford. Stafford wins the Super Bowl, you know, and he's just a forgotten man. Good for him, man. You know, he's a good quarterback, dude. Good quarterback, good leader. You know, he's willed this team as well. He leads that offense very well, and they're going to be better next year offensively. So, yeah, I, I love I, lo- I love what the Lions have done, and good for Dan Campbell. Great guy. Great coach. I love Dan Campbell. Love Dan Campbell. So, yeah, man, good for the Lions. No matter what, good for the Lions. They, they, they've done fantastic. Yep. I, I can't wait to see what they do in uh, years to come. That's for sure. So, And the open game, you know, the, the open game in the on the schedule is Ravens and Bengals. Obviously, we don't know exactly when it's going to be, you know, how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. And I don't really care either. You know, the the Bengals, the, the Bengals are, are going through it also, you know, not just the Bills with this whole Hamlin situation. The Bengals are going through it too. So, like I said, Bills by a million, give me the Bengals by a million too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do think the Bengals win regardless, even if, regardless of who's playing quarterback for the Ravens. I just don't see any shot that the Ravens win this one. I think, you know, with everything that's happened, I think it's hurt the Bengals and the Bills just as much. I see them locking up either the second or the third, most likely the third. And um, I think they absolutely just take this. It's It'll be a good conclusion to the regular season. Obviously, now knowing the situation a couple of days later about the playoff scenarios regarding the Bengals and the Ravens. And, you know, knowing now that the Bengals have automatically won the division and that it could potentially come down to a coin toss if the Ravens win on who gets the home playoff game if they play each other. And then also on the other side, with the Bills and Chiefs, um, the Bills have no shot because they canceled the Bills-Bengals game. Um, there's no shot for the Bills to get the number one seed technically. So what they're going to have to do is, depending on the situation, if there is a situation where the Bills, the Bengals, or the Chiefs, and two of those three teams playing each other, then they're going to have to go to a alternate site for the AFC Championship game that doesn't play favorites for any of those three teams. And so it'll be something to see. But we'll be back next week when the playoffs get underway. It's a lot of fun matchups. It's going to be a 
really good time. Like, oh man, I can't wait. But first, you know, like I said, we hope and pray for the best in this situation. Football secondary right now. But um, until then, we'll see you guys next week. Go Demar. I don't care about the Dolphins. Go yep. Demar him. <laughs>